tell everybody Cos it's good news and it's for everybody A tent in an underpass covered with rags This is good news wrapped up in a sleeping bag Oh glory to be God on high and on I'm not talking bull, but do yourself a favor. Don't just take the word of this rough sleeping stranger. See for yourself. Come and meet the Savior. I'm uh, really, really pleased that uh, Roger's here with us tonight. It's great having you, Roger. Certainly, in light of a situation um, that uh, he and myself and Sue experienced recently, I met up with them. We were having a little bit of a, of a chat, and as I was chatting to Sue, we just turned our heads and noticed that uh, Roger had gotten on a horse. And uh, he sort of looked at it a little bit strange, thinking, Roger, on a horse? But then I thought, well, no, no, his military experience and, and the things he does for king or queen in country, um, then I suppose, yeah, through the territorial and all of that sort of thing, maybe as he's clarinetting away, um, he rides and he looks quite good on this horse, very, very good on this horse. And as I was chatting away to Sue, we would noticed out of the corner of our eye that things have sped up a little bit and he was now trotting around on this horse and it was lovely to see because he was perfectly in time, rising trot, looking like he was fully in control and exactly in the right place, doing exactly the right thing and then things started to go downhill sadly and Sue was grabbing onto my arm at this point, a little bit concerned because as the horse moved into a canter and then into a gallop, then Roger started to feel a little bit dislodged. And before we knew it, we noticed that Roger was now hanging around the horse's neck, starting to call out for help. And at that point in time, Sue and I had no idea what to do. And if it wasn't for the security guard at Tesco's unplugging the ride, <laughs> we don't know what would have happened to Roger. And the lovely thing about that story is that it's good news. It's good news. We have Roger here today playing. It is good news. The thing about it is that we've got to take on board is that uh, today we celebrate here something absolutely astonishing that has happened. 
And what has happened is, well, I'm going to have to just turn this around because I can't. Oh, that's better. What has happened is that uh, God has come to earth. 2,000 years ago, something spectacular happened. God came to earth. Now, the thing about it is, many people at this point in time um, ask us, ask the question, you know, of the Christmas story, is it true? Is it true? Is it true? Now, the thing about it is, when we ask the question, is it true, I often think to myself, I wonder what the it is that people are talking about. And more often than not, the it is the Bible. Is what we read true? And one of the things that we have to take on board is the fact that um, there were followers before there were the Scriptures. It was true for people that God had come before the words were all written down. As you follow through the story, whether it be Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, there is the encounter, the incarnation, and then it goes through to the book of Acts, which is the outworking of Jesus' people coming together. And it's before they had anything on uh, scroll or papyrus or whatever they were writing on in those days. The truth of the matter is, the it is not about the Scriptures. The it is, did God truly come? And the truth that goes on from that is not only is it true, the question is asked, is it good? Is it good? Is it good what has happened? That God has come to earth, is it good? We love good news. I, I, I love good news. I, and when you start to hear good news or pick up good news, you seem to lean in. You want to hear a little bit more. When we hear bad news, our desire normally is to hope and to pray that the bad news is not true. But when we hear good news, our hopes rise and we desire that this is true. Bad news, it's pound fifty a litre for diesel. Oh, it's bad news. I hope it's not true. Sadly, it is true. Good news. Oh, here's some good news. What about this as a piece of good news? I'm just going to pretend I'm pressing, and you're going to have to do this for me, James. Go to the next one. It's not working. Oh, you've got there. Well done. The truth of the matter is that the good news that we're talking about today is good news that brings about immense joy that is for all the people. And we do love a bit of good news. Here's a piece of good news. This is how I would put it. Try this one, James. Go on to the next one. Oh, I think you've gone too far. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Please go back. Stand back again. There. That's the... you, got... you were banging through this sermon, mate, weren't you? You've got somewhere you need to be. Here's good news. What about this? If this was the news that was out, you know, processed sugar extends life expectancy. Oh, we'd love that as good news, wouldn't we? Wouldn't we love that as good news? Have you noticed, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's less frost on Frosties than there's ever been. 
Have you noticed that? If only. And the thing about this, I mean, this is not true, by the way. I'm not in any way medically inclined, and this is not a fact. But if we knew that, if this came out as good news, wouldn't it just change the way that we, beha- we would get the cakes in? We would ice everything. I'd, I'd have had icing on everything, icing on toast, icing on a full roast. Come on. We want good news. We love good news. Good news brings us joy. And that's what the good news that comes at Christmas time does. It brings us great joy. And the fantastic thing about the good news that comes at Christmas is that it is for all people. And the whole story that we find ourselves caught up in is called the gospel story. The gospel It's a gospel story, and the gospel means good news. God's spell, good news. There's a a Greek word here, and I wrote it out phonetically so that I would say it to you properly. Euangel is ome. Euangel is ome. Euangel is ome. That's what it is, and that's good news. You might think, I wish you hadn't bothered saying that, Dave. But the truth of the matter is, all it is saying is, the news that we are receiving is good news. And when the angels spoke to the shepherds on that first Christmas, they said, this is good news. It's of great joy and it is for all people. I love the inclusivity of this amazing good news. You see, this news came after a period of time. This is what we read. These are Jesus' words in Luke uh, chapter 16. The law and the prophets were proclaimed until John. Since that time, the good news of the kingdom of God is being preached and everyone is forcing his way into it. What uh, Jesus is saying here is that the law and the prophets, that's the Old Testament. That's the lifestyle expectation that God placed on his people from the beginning. Well, this is his desire. The law was given to Moses on Mount Sinai, and this is how you are to behave, how you're to relate to each other, how you are to relate to God. And Jesus says this, the law and the prophets were proclaimed. That's all they had, Old Testament, until John. That's John the Baptist. And when John the Baptist came, he started to proclaim the good news, the gospel, the news that is a news full of joy. That is for everybody. And that good news was the good news of the kingdom of God. This is a, a reshifting of things. This is how God desires to relate to you and to me. This is how God desires that we relate to each other. This is how we are to relate to creation that's all around us. He says the good news is the good news of the kingdom of God. We have a new king who sits upon the throne and his name is Jesus And this is what Jesus says. He says, this good news of the kingdom is being preached and everyone is forcing their way into it. Everybody's leaning in. Everybody's expectant. Everybody's waiting to say, is this good news really, really good news? You see, the original version was compelling. The original version, it said, it was worth telling. This good news is going to change the world. And because it is compelling and worth telling, people started to tell. 
There's a little piece of scripture. I don't know if you've ever started Luke's gospel. And as you start Luke's gospel, you find it starts with one word. And it's a word that uh, I thought to myself, that's a strange way of starting things. You see, the story of Jesus we find in the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We call them the four gospels. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Now the thing about it is, when you were in these days, we're talking 2,000 years ago, when people were starting to write things, those things that were written were really important things to record because writing was done by the educated and the wealthy. And if the wealthy wanted something recorded, they would pay somebody to write things down. What we have in four Gospels is the story of the life of a poor person that's been recorded. Not a rich person who could pay. And the thing about it is this poor person who has his life recorded in those four Gospels just so happens to have died by the time that they were written. So he wasn't pushing through to Amazon saying, we need to get this book recorded and and reproduced and, and sent out. He'd gone. And this is what it says in Luke chapter 1, verse 1. The first verse of Luke's gospel. It says this, Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled amongst us. I don't know how many, many is for you. If you have many children, I don't know how many children do you have to have to have many. We've got two. That's, that was a lot. Many. Um, how many's too many donuts? Many. I've had many donuts. How many do you think I've had? Um, 20 is many. Yeah, many donuts. <laughs> it, it, it's relative. Many stars in the sky. Well, there's billions of those. And then Luke starts his gospel off by saying, Many have undertaken. Many have taken the liberty to write down, and we have four that we read and we learn from, but it seems that there are many testimonies to this good news of great joy that is for all people. Because we ask the question, why so many? Why so many? Well, the truth of the matter is, why was there so many written? It's very simple. Because God did something. And the something that God did was good. And we love good news. People were happy to write things down. People were happy to share between one another and make it part of the conversation. People love good news. And here tonight... 19th of December, 2021, we can reflect upon the fact that the good news is still good news. The many that have written and the four that we've got recorded that we can read just help us to understand that God came to earth. One of the writers, I think Matthew, records the words of Isaiah. His name is Emmanuel, God with us. That's the good news. 
Emmanuel. God is with us. And because God is with us, we know that we are accepted by him. Because God becoming one with us, lives a perfect life amongst us, dies a cruel death because of us. And our readings tonight have made it very clear that we were distant from God. Sin had got in the way. But through the death of our Savior Jesus, whose birth we celebrate this time of year, we are reunited with God. Our sins have been forgiven. Forgiveness for whatever you have done, whatever you have become, whatever you have thought, whatever you have touched your hands upon, even in these COVID days when we're washing and sanitizing till we're going round the bend. Whatever. He brings forgiveness. And that forgiveness welcomes us into a relationship with Almighty God. So here, this afternoon, this evening, we align ourselves with the fact that the angels told the shepherds what we are bringing is good news. It's good news that will bring you immense joy. And it's for everyone. And it's carried on over 2,000 years. It's the good news of God coming to earth to be with us. It's good news of great joy because no longer are we separated from our holy God. We are welcomed into his presence. And it indeed is for everyone. Ultimate inclusivity. It's for you and it's for me. So this Christmas... May you find yourself captivated by the one who loves you, who has brought good news into a world that is so desperate for good news today. It's good news of great joy. You will have joy, not happiness, because joy is something deeper that God brings into our life. And you can know that you are part of the every single one that God died for. Allow me to lead you in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this season. A season where we can remember afresh your amazing love for us. A love that brought your Son, our Savior, from the glories of heaven to walk upon this earth, to die upon the cross that we may be reconciled with you. This Christmas time, Lord, Stirring us that joy that the good news is to bring. Stirring us that awareness, Lord, that you are always with us. And in the darkness and in the trials and in the troubles that we face day by day, thank you that your presence is with us. Drawing us closer to yourself. That indeed, Lord, we might be such a witness in our community that the good news is spread and others come to know that you are so worthy of all honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.